eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, another edition of It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio here, Matt Bove there. We're kind of in the same spot if you're watching here or if you're listening, but we're actually... I don't know, what, what, about 25, 30 miles away from each other usually when we do no, these No, no, no. Because Grand Island, Grand Island and Buffalo aren't that far away. Yeah, that's 10, true. 15 miles, maybe, maybe. That's right. I always say everything in Buffalo is a, like 20 minutes away. So yes. that that's that's my thinking. But you're right. It's not 25 or 30 miles. I mean, it's really just about, and it's depending on how fast you go. But you're right. It's only wait, wait, 10, 15 miles at the most, right? I bet from my house to your oh, house boy. would be 15 minutes. That's my guess. Like it's six, seven miles, maybe because it's, like it's, it's all through it's all, but it's all through way. Like I can get from, if I do the 11 o'clock news in downtown yep. Buffalo. So channel seven is right behind city hall. I can okay. get from channel seven to my house in about 17 minutes. So okay. it's not like it's that far. And as somebody who grew up in Wheatfield and did the yep. commute from Wheatfield to Buffalo, 17 minutes feels like a walk in the park. All right, well, I don't know your exact address. I just put in from my house to Grand Island, 18 minutes, 9.7 miles. So that'll take that'll take you right to the middle of the island. Basically, if you just okay. type in Grand Island, that All basically right. just gets you to the middle. I'm actually a little bit farther north. I'm closer to Niagara Falls than I am to Buffalo. But either way, it's probably only adds like another minute or so. How how, how does it work with, with the toll for you? Because you live there. I, I've never... I think I've heard this before. This Maybe, is awesome. For people who don't know. How does it work? So I actually, this is ridiculous. There's a resident pass and okay. there's a commuter pass. And they both are a very, very big discount compared to what it would be for anybody else who's driving over. So I think if you have easy pass, driving over Grand Island costs you like 95 cents. If you're a commuter, so if you're somebody who needs to go over Grand Island to like get to work or to get to like a daycare or something like that, I believe it's 25 cents. And okay. for residents, I think it's like five cents or six cents or something like that. So my account just reloads every like 30, 40 bucks. But that only happens every five, six, seven months of the year. Like it doesn't take very long or it does. It takes a long time to kind of get to that. Even if I go over the bridge five, six, seven times a day. 
did they have to jack up the prices for people to go watch John Krasinski and uh, A Quiet Place 2 and they filmed it on the bridge. That was pretty cool, actually. It was very cool. It was cool to, like, see the bridges in the movie and be Uh like, oh, like, I go over those every single day to go home. Grand Island is a little bit. I am not a native islander, so anybody who is listening to this, people from Grand Island are very prideful about Grand Island. And I, I equate it a little bit to, like, Wakanda if you've seen any of the Marvel movies like there's like a bubble around Grand Island and you've got to like penetrate yourself into it and once you're in you're in but if you're on the outside then like you know life itself is completely different somebody always tells me where every Grand Island where every day is a vacation that's the line (laughs) you ever ever did you watch Game of Thrones I have not watched Game of Thrones. Uh, well, okay. If you're, if you're a Game of Thrones watcher, I do. It reminds me of like the wall. Like you can't go beyond the wall, or the, like, there's different things that happen. You don't know what's going on over there, and you kind of don't want to know, maybe. And you know what's funny is so many people have told me, like, oh, if you don't go to the Grand Island schools, you're not a true Islander. Well, I didn't go to the Grand Island schools, mm. which makes me not a true Islander. I guess I'm fine with that. Like, that's okay. The people here are great. My neighbors, the people in my community are really, really cool. And I've actually really liked it. I did not know how I would like it. I ended up on Grand Island because my wife is from Grand Island, but I'm from Wheatfield. So a very different, you know, place to grow up and everything. But yeah, no, it's been great. And I like how close it is to everything. You kind of have to, you kind of have to sacrifice being super close to anything, but you're pretty close to everything. I can get to the falls. I can get to Amherst. I can get to downtown, everything in 15 minutes. Like I said, I think that's kind of the, the thing in all of Western New York, really, no matter where you are, you're really not that far from anything. I grew up in Cheektowaga. I reside in the city of Buffalo right now. I've been out to Rochester, Oak Hill, uh, for the PGA practice rounds. You have too. I want to get into that a little bit later. Let's dive into football and some other things first here on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. I thought it was interesting. You had a really interesting question on Twitter that mm-hmm. has gained a lot of traction and a lot of debate and a little polarizing, I think. And I think the thing that the reason I wanted to bring it up here is I think some people misunderstood it. So I want you to explain it about your Mount Rushmore. Okay. The question was, who are the most recognizable Bills fans? It was not who are the best Bills fans or who are the most important Bills fans or anything like that. This all stemmed from William Fickner. Okay. The Mm -hmm. famous actor. He's in town. He's got a movie coming out this weekend. One of the photographers at our station was like, oh, he is one of the most famous Bills fans, which is accurate. He is. He is a celebrity, and he is a Bills fan. So he checks both of those criterias. My question to him, to the photographer, was, yeah, but I don't think he would be on the Mount Rushmore of like the immediate most recognizable Bills fans. Mm-hmm. Just because William Fickner here in Buffalo is, of course, a, and really around the – if you're somebody who's into movies and film and all that stuff, he is a very recognizable and accomplished person. But I don't think the casual person, like the casual person in anywhere else in the country, immediately knows who William Fickner is. I just don't I just don't right. think that's the case. So my I also art, don't think even if you saw him in a movie, you knew who he was. You won't know I don't his name. know if you would know he's a Bills fan. No, no. You would know William Fickner, I feel like, is one of those people who you see and you go, I know who that is, and you can think of movies that he has been in, but you don't immediately go. Okay, that's William Fickner. He's a huge Bills fan from Buffalo. I think you go, that's the guy from The Dark Knight and from all these great movies that have been out there, and he seems like he's in everything. So that was the – this Twitter question was just to try and get a gauge 
of if I was off base there, but it turned into something completely different. It yeah, turned into sure. people arguing yeah. about, you know, why you can't rank fans. And like, that was never the intention. The intention was never, you can't tell somebody that they're a better fan than another person or that they're not as big of a fan as another person. That's ridiculous. Everybody, it's so subjective. My question was just, if you're taking the most recognizable people who associate themselves with the Bills as Bills fans, who would be the first four that you think of? And it's funny because the Twitter question was very hyper-local. But when the conversation was happening at work, it was more people like William Fickner and Wolf Blitzer and Chris Berman and Ariel Hawani and Summer Sand. Right. All of those people, not all of the very notable members of Bill's Mafia who have been notable because they're here in Buffalo. And it all kind of stemmed a little bit from the Rory McIlroy comment, which is, you know, he's mm-hmm. rooting for the Bills because he married a Rochester girl and he's here yeah. in Rochester. And, you know, he it's it's easy to root for the Bills when Josh Allen's throwing the ball, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I thought about it, but it is a completely nuanced question. By the way, right, I mean, surprise, surprise, a question on Twitter gets completely twisted and thrown uh, around and start debated and people get mad at each other, right? Yeah. Very nuanced question. I would say, I, for, first of all, William Fickner, Maryvale High School. Now, they were a rival of ours in Cheektowaga. I went to yeah. Cleveland Hill. All right, but he's a Maryvale guy, but shout out to Cheektowaga there. Um, yeah, you wouldn't know necessarily he's a Bills fan unless you kind of looked into it or you found mm-hmm. out some way. St. Ariel Helwani has been out there more as a Bills fan the last yeah. few years, so that's that's right. Um, there are there are. Uh, how about Ryan Nobles was on CNN. Now he's NBC political correspondent. I had him on a podcast a couple of years ago. He's a big Bills fan, like people like that. But you wouldn't know necessarily. I look at it as when you say most recognizable, mm-hmm. I don't think that has to be most famous. I think there's two different things there, right? So yeah, like I see the chefs on ads. I see them. You walk in the stadium, their 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 faces are there. They're in different documentaries about the Bills. Pinto Ron. Yeah, those are recognizable. If you went somewhere in, I don't know, Kansas City and asked them mm-hmm. about recognizable Bills fans, they're going to go, oh, that dude that does the stuff from the bowling ball. That's yes. Pinto Ron. Oh, the, the chefs. To me, that's recognizable. Yeah, recognizable, I think, if you're strictly associating it with the Bills, are those people that you've mentioned. And then like Pancho Bila and Del Reed, and the list goes on and on. But if you're talking about recognizable to just like somebody who isn't a football fan, and might know that that person they're talking about associates with the bills, then that's when the conversation was like, Oh, Chris Berman always talks about. So I think that maybe the the wording for that would have to be something like who are the most recognizable people who happen to be bills fans. Yeah. Or like, who are the most recognizable celebrities who are bills fans, which is probably what I should have said to lead into this. And I don't think there's really any backlash at that point. The backlash isn't like that significant. It's just like, it kind of took on, a life of its own. I am not somebody who deletes things because I think you've like got to own up stuff. But oh, I wish I could have deleted that tweet 20 minutes into it because uh, I've got people quoting it and saying like, let's not do this. This is ridiculous. You can't rank somebody as a fan. And I'm just like, I, I don't I never asked you to rank somebody as fa- a fan. I just said, who is the most recognizable? Don't you? Are, are you a Twitter blue subscriber? Do you have a blue check mark? Yeah, but I don't like editing tweets either. Why? That's then the you whole can, purpose of editing tweets. But then you can see that it was edited. Yeah, but that's the whole point and purpose is it didn't come out the way you wanted. Like that, people make fun of people who are paying for the blue check mark. Also, I am I not do a Twitter for this reason. I also, do it for I, this reason. I am not a Twitter blue subscriber. Okay. I want to. I want to clarify that. I am still verified because I am an affiliate of WKBW. Basically, Channel Seven 
gets to have a couple extra people as like they're like yeah these people work for us they're legit and i was one of the people that was selected so that is why i still have the yeah that is why i don't even know if we've done that because i have not been verified from wgr and i'm like wait i got 163,000 twitter followers i need to be verified here by my company i don't think um I don't think we've done that. That that's why. But good for you that they're doing that. I know they do that. I this whole Twitter blue thing to take it a different conversation. People are making fun of people for, you know, uh, paying for the blue check mark and paying mm-hmm. to be known or verified. I do it because a for two reasons actually. Number one, for that reason, I can edit something like within five six minutes, within a half hour. I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't come out right, or I, I messed up. I didn't like the way that looked. I want to edit it properly. The other reason is honestly. It helps. I can tweet longer and sometimes tweets instead of a thread, I could just put a longer tweet to mm-hmm. put out a thought out there. Like those are reasons why I do it. I don't, I've been paying. I mean, I've been a blue check mark and I paid for Twitter blue before they, um, before they did. Okay. You got to pay for the blue part for the, the check part, but I was already subscriber. And I'm like, there's a lot of things in my life. I pay for of subscribe for that. People would see. Why would you do that? This is just one of them, I guess. I, I don't even think that that's a question. As somebody who has the following that you have, why you wouldn't make sure for $8 a month or something right. that you were reaching as many people as possible and you had all of the bells and whistles that are available to you. That's just like a business decision at that point. That's not even like a ego thing or like, a, ooh, I need the check mark. It's like, you know you reach a lot of people and you have a job to do. And this lets you do your job, at least in your mind, better than you would be able to without it. So for $8 a month, you know, people spend a lot of $8 a month. I think that, is that what it is? $8 a month? Pretty sure. I don't know where I'm drawing the line though, Matt. Like, is it eight fifty nine ten? 10? Where am I drawing the line? I have not decided that yet. I was going to say, once you get to 10, once you get past 10, then you need to have the conversation of figuring out exactly. I always think of something like that is, like, how many coffees is that? I am not somebody who goes to the expensive coffee shops. I'm a pretty simple guy. But my goodness, you get a coffee out there at like, I don't know what we're allowed to say here. So I'm not going to name any specific coffee shops. But uh, if you go to one of them that is based in Seattle, like the prices are very expensive. So that's a coffee or two less a month. And I think I take that trade off. Speaking of coffee, you, uh, we, 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 Somebody reached out to you. What a and what a what a segue! I know. Look right? at you. You are such a pro. Well ah, done, you. Sal Capaccio. Speaking of coffee, check this out. If you're on the video yeah. stream, by the way, at Sal Sports on YouTube, you can watch all these videos. You might be just listening to this. Matt will describe what he's got. Yeah. Shout out Ken Cardi from the Vancouver Bills Backers Bar. So he Love posted it. this. I don't know a couple weeks ago, and the logo is incredible of yeah. their of their Bills Backers Bar. So I I just message I didn't message him I just responded to him and I was like that logo is amazing and he was like oh I'll, I'll send you and sell one and I didn't actually know if he was going to do it but he did so Ken thank you so much thanks for listening and thanks for the really cool Bills Backers Bar mug which is cool so now we're gonna have to scoop up one in London as well Sal when we're there Ooh. we're gonna have to get a London Bills Backers one and maybe I'll just start putting them on the bookshelf behind me and I'll see how many I can collect. All right, let, let's we're going to move on to a little deeper dive into some football stuff. But I want to ask you about your background. Now, you have a bookshelf finally behind you. You were talking about trying to do something. Is this like yeah. did you just happen to be in this room at your house? Or did you like, you know what? I'm going to do this thing here for the show. I, I rearranged the basement a little bit and okay. I bought two bookshelves. And then 
I put them up and then I just took a bunch of random stuff that I had and put them on the bookshelves, which is so like 2020 February, <laughs> 2020 April of when the pandemic started. Uh-huh. I just, I did it three months later or three years later, excuse me. Well, it looks really good. I'm glad that you've joined the bookshelf club of podcasters and video casters here. And it's always game day in Buffalo. We're going to talk about the bills here in the context of the AFC, because I want to take a look around on this podcast and what we feel about the conference. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon. When a thought hits you, I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 